next on the 5 o'clock report. Think long and hard about the moment we're in. Work with each other, no matter what party. Hopefully we'll never find that out. The United States remains fully committed to the defense of the ROK. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Think long and hard about the moment we're in. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. Well, most Americans are likely willing to take President Biden up on that bit of advice given during a speech last night. But what to think? That's the big question. The choices seem stark in many cases. I wish more of our elected officials would work with each other, no matter what party. Biden says he'd like that, too. We need to start looking out for each other again, seeing ourselves as we the people. But the White House today doubled down on its claim that there is no American economic recession. And this voter, like many, has a hard time buying that claim or much else. The cost of groceries are outrageous. It keeps going up. We need somebody in there that'll open up the pipelines and get people working again. Beyond the economy, many voters concerned about a growing nationwide crime wave. Republican campaign ads are targeting it. Democrats' answer to rising crime? Defund the police. But Democrats like Rachel Eisenberg with the Center for American Progress say that's not reality. You see increasing investments in policing. John Jay College professor Warren Eller says Democratic assault weapons bans are missing the mark when it comes to efforts to actually reduce violent crime. That's not really the root of our gun crime problem in this country. We'll update the New York and Pennsylvania races for you later in this newscast. Election Day now just five days away. Turns out the man who allegedly attacked House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband in their San Francisco home last week is in the U.S. illegally. The Department of Homeland Security confirmed David DePap's immigration status this morning. According to Immigration and Customs Enforcement, DePap is a Canadian national. He's being held in San Francisco County Jail on attempted murder and multiple other felony charges after he allegedly broke into the Pelosi home in Pacific Heights and assaulted Paul Pelosi with a hammer. The PAP has a bail hearing on Friday. I'm Phil Hewlett. The Border Patrol is defending the use of pepper spray to push back a group of Venezuelan migrants near El Paso, Texas, saying that agents were being attacked. Texas Republican Congressman Tony Gonzalez. My district's been at the epicenter of this crisis for going on two years now, and We have seen the number of assaults on agents become more frequent. The pepper spray launched from paintball guns came in response to an agent being hit by a rock. A second was hit with a flagpole. The ACLU is condemning the actions, calling it the latest in a long line of abuses of migrants. North Korea launching more missiles in the general direction of South Korea. This time, one of them was a nuclear-capable ICBM. Korea expert Ralph Kasa. We still don't know if they're capable of putting a nuclear warhead on a missile and actually firing it and getting it back through the atmosphere to hit something. Uh, And hopefully We'll never find that out. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin spoke out today. The United States remains fully committed to the defense of the ROK, and our extended deterrence commitment is firm. and includes a full range of our nuclear, conventional, and missile defense capabilities. The U.S. and South Korea extending joint exercises in response to the North Korean missile tests. Ukrainian grain shipments have resumed. <laughs> Seven ships left Black Sea ports today. Ukraine says that it has agreed not to use the shipping lanes for military operations, but it says that is nothing new. Russia has now returned to the grain deal after suspending its participation after an attack on Russian military ships. CBS's Cami McCormick. Russia appears to be softening its tone about nuclear war. Yesterday, Russia's Ministry of Foreign Affairs released a statement saying the country wants to reaffirm its commitment to preventing nuclear war and avoiding 
arms races. It went on to say Russia believes nuclear war, quote, cannot be won and must never be fought. Another church is leaving the United Methodist denomination. This one is in Tennessee. Christ Church Memphis has voted to abandon the denomination over its embrace of same-sex marriage and homosexual ordination. Spokesman Miles Stevens tells the Christian Post that the congregation is withdrawing after, quote, decades of failed efforts to reconcile firmly held foundational but oppositional beliefs among member churches within the UMC. Scores of congregations have followed a similar path. Michael Harrington reporting, if you own an Older Dodge or Chrysler, watch out. Dodge and Chrysler sending warnings out to owners of more than a quarter million vehicles after crashes due to exploding airbags. Two people have died in separate crashes involving those Takata airbags. Company spokesman Eric Maine says the risk is real. Do not wait. Park the vehicle now contact the dealer. Dodge Magnum wagons, Dodge Challenger and Charger muscle cars and Chrysler 300 sedans from the 2005 through 2010 model years are affected. And a Fort Myers, Florida restaurant owner is pitching in by feeding recovering Hurricane Ian victims. Where are we at on potatoes? Every morning... Doug Miller and his staff get cooking. A cooked tortilla makes all the difference in the world. The restaurant is called FK Your Diet. But before you get the wrong idea, the FK stands for foster kids. I was a foster kid growing up. But his mission has greatly expanded due to Hurricane Ian. A lot of them, the place they worked got damaged, so they're not getting a paycheck. The food here is free. And for those who can't get here, Miller delivers. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report the latest from the Pennsylvania and New York campaign trails, danger from above on Keystone State Highways, and the Phillies try to rediscover their mojo. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. For the night tonight, generally clear, although some fog could again be forming, especially in the deeper valleys and near the lake shores of Erie and Ontario. Temperatures at daybreak, 40s to near 50. It'll turn out partly to mostly sunny and warm on Friday with high temps, 60s and low 70s, cooling near the Great Lakes. And on Saturday, even warmer, clouds, partial sunshine, high temperatures, mid-60s to the middle 70s. All right, thank you, Kevin Williams. Checking the stories, making news now where you live, across New York and PA. Election 2022 heading to the big finale, and Pennsylvania will be center stage this weekend. On Saturday, the president will be alongside U.S. Senate nominee John Fetterman and gubernatorial nominee Josh Shapiro, as well as former President Barack Obama. All four are said to be holding events in Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. WGAL's Caitlin Smith. The Republican Republicans getting some big support, too. On Saturday, former President Donald Trump will be in Western PA alongside U.S. Senate candidate Mehmet Oz and gubernatorial candidate Doug Mastriano. There's some confusion in Commonwealth counties over what constitutes an incorrectly dated mail-in ballot. More now from correspondent Jim Melwert. Dates on mail-in ballots have been an issue since they were first used in the 2020 election. Guidance over the past two years has ranged from it's okay to count undated ballots to a ballot can be counted as long as there's any date to the current ruling which says undated or incorrectly dated ballots should not be counted. Montgomery County Voter Services Director Dory Sawyer. Once we have further guidance on the incorrectly dated ballots, our team will need to manually review the voter's declaration on each envelope to ensure that the date meets the requirements. Sawyer says they'll contact voters if there's a problem with the date or signature. The state Supreme Court has ordered all questionable ballots be kept separate, noting the court's evenly split on whether their ruling violates federal voting rights laws. All right, now to New York State's election. Still neck and neck in the governor's race, Republican challenger Lee Zeldin having made up considerable
considerable ground on incumbent Democrat Kathy Hochul. For Zeldin, his path of victory really comes through New York City. He needs to do better than most uh, Republicans have done in the city. You know, he'll do well upstate. He'll probably do well on Long Island. St. John's University political science professor Brian Brown. Governor Hochul holding a rally today in Manhattan with Vice President Kamala Harris and Hillary Clinton. Zeldin most recently in Nassau County campaigning. Congressman Joe Sempolinski here now to talk about how crime is going to drive the vote in the New York gubernatorial race. He spoke with Family Life's Bob Price. What is important about crime is it is not an ideological issue. If you're concerned about safety, if you're a liberal Democrat, if you're a conservative Republican, those are concerns that you have regardless of your political position. So it's the type of issue where it unifies Republicans of all varieties. It unifies independents. And there's a lot of common sense Democrats, moderate Democrats that are looking at what's going on in New York State right now and know something has gone horribly wrong. Who do you blame? There's no one else to blame other than the Democratic policies. And I think there's going to be even Democrats that will give the Republican Party a try on that issue. Yeah, Trafalgar has Zeldin up a point today, and uh, they're bringing in the heavy hitters. Hillary Clinton and Kamala Harris are both on the stump for Hochul today. They're feeling the heat big time. Zeldin said last night on Tucker Carlson that if he can get uh, 30% of the vote in New York City, uh, he will win this election. Uh, He said he can get up to 35% and it's hard to lose were his words. Uh, Do you think he will pull that much support out of New York City? Uh, He is polling in that range uh, pretty consistently at this point. If he can get into the mid-30s in New York City, uh, it will be difficult for him to lose, but you have to do it. Polls are polls. Votes are votes. Votes are the only thing that matters. And every vote that comes out for Mr. Zell in upstate New York or on Long Island is a vote that he doesn't need to get in New York City. One other question, Joe, then we'll let you go. The Zeldin effect on those down-ballot races, how is that impacting some of those, whether it's uh, in Congress or even in the state Senate and Assembly? Yeah, I can think of five congressional races right off the top, uh, 22, 19, 18, 17, 4, and 3. Actually, that's six races that could be impacted by Zeldin uh, doing well. Uh, last night, I was in Broome County with Kevin McCarthy, who I think has a good chance of being the next Speaker of the House. And we were at an event for Mark Molinaro, who's running in the 19th district. But throughout the Hudson Valley and in mid-Long Island, we have a chance to pick up a bunch of seats. And I think you may see if Zeldin wins, he's going to bring a handful of members of Congress with him. If Zeldin wins, he's going to bring seven or eight state Senate seats with him also. Congressman Joe Sempolinski speaking with Family Life's Bob Price today. Elsewhere now, state troopers in Erie, PA, investigating reports of bricks and bags of rocks being tossed from an overpass at vehicles on Interstates 79 and 80. Yeah, Mark, one throwing incident happened October 31st with another occurrence last night. The Pennsylvania State Police remind residents that intentionally throwing items, including rocks, into an occupied vehicle is a first-degree misdemeanor in PA. In 2014, Ohio teacher Sharon Budd was tragically injured from a rock-throwing incident while traveling along I-80. Tracy Lynn, Family Life News. Uh, Thanks, Tracy. We're learning more about the site near Batavia, New York, that's been picked by a U.K. semiconductor supply chain maker for a big new operation. Basically a 4 million square foot building and then two 250,000 square foot buildings. Jim Krensick with the Genesee County Development Center tells Spectrum. Really leverages the best of all the assets in Buffalo and Rochester. And that really is kind of the benefit of locating it where it is. 
Edwards Vacuum will use the current site to create its $319 million facility. New Yorkers have six months left to upgrade driver's licenses and IDs if you want to travel by air. The new deadline for the Real ID full enforcement has been pushed back to May 3rd next year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The new ID that meets the federal standards is marked by a gold star at the top right of the license. New York started issuing those upgraded cards in October of 2017. And the Philadelphia Phillies hoping to breathe some life back into their bats after last night's beatdown by the Astros. Bouncing ball to third. by Bregman. The Astros have a World Series no-hitter. Oh, but fear not, Phillies fans. Manager Rob Thompson says they're going to shake it off. You know, we were no-hit earlier in the year in New York against the Mets. And we came back the next day and won. So these guys, they got a short memory. Short-term memory loss can be a handy thing in sports playoff series. First pitch, 8.03 tonight, and if that's not going well, well, Philly fans can always switch to the Eagles-Texans Thursday night football game. All right, your nightly market report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. The losing streak continues for stocks as the major indexes all move lower today. Analysts are continuing to digest the Federal Reserve interest rate announcement from yesterday. Part of the difficulty coming from the difference between the softer written statement and the more aggressive of spoken remarks of Chairman Powell. Earnings continuing to pour in yesterday, seeing mixed results. On the docket after the bell today is Starbucks, PayPal, and Block. Oil dipped $2, closing at $88 a barrel. The Dow fell 146 points. The S&P 500 off by 39. And the Nasdaq closing out 181 points lower. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. There are two types of margin with your money. One is good, the other bad. Hi, I'm Rob West with your Money Wise Minute. The good kind of margin is in your budget. It's money left over after paying your bills. You need it so you can save for emergencies and invest for the future. The bad kind of margin involves investments in a brokerage account where you can actually borrow money from the brokerage to invest. It's really a form of gambling. Fortunately, margin investing is generally prohibited in qualified retirement accounts like your 401k or IRA, but it's allowed in regular brokerage accounts. This is presuming on the future, and I can't urge you enough, never invest with margin. The risk is simply too great. Proverbs 21.5 warns, steady plotting brings prosperity, hasty speculation, brings poverty. Discover the best Christian financial articles, podcasts, and videos by visiting our website, moneywise.org, or by downloading MoneyWise Biblical Finance from your app store. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, here's a bolt from the blue that might be a diamond in the rough. It's cliche day, and many well-worn phrases, don't you know, have biblical roots. We'll give you an earful in a New York Minute. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. We'll close the work week and begin the upcoming weekend on a balmy note. A cold front will deliver some showers Saturday night into Sunday. Rainfall that is certainly needed here as we have become parched in recent days and weeks. For the night tonight, generally clear, although some fog could again be forming, especially in the deeper valleys and near the lake shores of Erie and Ontario. Temperatures at daybreak, 40s to near 50. It'll turn out partly to mostly sunny and warm on Friday with high temps, 60s and low 70s, cooling near the Great Lakes. And on Saturday, even warmer, clouds, partial sunshine, high temperatures, mid-60s to the middle 70s. 
All right, thanks, Kevin. Finally at five, yes, it's cliche day. You can take that to the bank. And we've been busy as a bee and pleased as punch to find some back-to-basics golden oldies from Scripture for you. Get something done at the 11th hour recently? That likely traces back to the parable of the laborers in Matthew's Gospel. Escape by the skin of your teeth? Well, that's Job 19.20. Hopefully you don't have feet of clay like the figure the Babylonian king dreamed of in the book of Daniel. If so, maybe you're at your wit's end courtesy of Psalm 107. And Ecclesiastes gave us the proverbial fly in the ointment, not to mention the expression nothing new under the sun, a lighter made popular by Will Shakespeare in a sonnet. Well, the writing's on the wall, as Belshazzar found out in the book of Daniel, and those examples are a far cry from the whole enchilada, just a drop in the bucket, really. Oh, hey, that's Isaiah 40:15. Hopefully, all's well that ends well. That's the world we live in for Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. Family Life News. Family Life News.